I think as Israel Union, there is hope for us as youth. Because in as much as there are ways for us, provisions are being made for us to learn, I think there is much provision for us. For instance, considering my course, being a nurse, pursuing a nursing field, the government do pay us in spite of being students. They do give us stipends, and then the government do, do so many things for us. So that shows that there is hope for we, the youth, in this nation. I joined the military force since 1992. I work with it as a vigilante. But since that, since that, where the war is in Freetown, January, January 6, 1999, they took us at the Uba camp, and they, and they disarmed us, take us, take us at the Uba camp, and since, since that, they never do nothing for us. They can't give us work and can do nothing since, since that time. So don't tell me about the city. I have nothing to do. I have no work to do, no business to do. It's difficult. It's really difficult. Maybe some people have their certificate, but if you don't know person to the place where they are working, it's very difficult to have a job. We find, we find ourselves in a difficult position. No work to do, and even if you have business to do, the police people will run behind you, seize, took your business out of you, and they want, to, they want to us to steal, and when you steal, they carry you to the Panemba Road, you go and lose your life there. And I did not even know what they want us to do, you see? Because we find ourselves in a difficult position. Business not day one. Tin and Tranka, rest dear, Pamidea, Monino day. I sell African things for long surviving me beginning. Because this way I don't make me man don't die and not get possible they help me. So I did try now for her to do something for me, picking me. The war is over and we say we are free. But how can we be free in the poverty? You see, we are not free. Because most youth are without jobs, you understand? And this is one of the reasons that uh, most youth um, uh, took arms against the people to go to the bush, you know. Well, the most one and more I get, sometimes I get 10,000 euros or 5,000 euros, so then 2,000 euros, so then they take a month, I don't get nothing. They take two months, I don't get nothing. Informal diamond mining is not a get-rich-quick business, but the last resort for the rural youth left unskilled and illiterate by the years of war. The pittance they get from the diamond brokers for a week or more of back-breaking labor will only buy enough rice for a few days. We do have helper to assist us. Look, our, look, look at me, with the youth. There is no work to do, to do unless this mining. Before you went out to steal, 
you engage yourself into the mining so that you, you don't have any problem with the government. This is not so. Get me get a problem. One, I no land. Two, I no sabi work. Three, we the poor, the too poor to pay we are. We no get nothing. Person come no can living so for see work not in a salary before see if person no go school they go say go do this other work here but before she do idle. I make you come, no, can do this work here. For there, we know she don't idle her. Many of the youth who resort to diamond mining were non-combatants during the war. They are uneducated and unskilled, with no prospect of employment. And they see chancing their luck here as the only alternative to turning to crime for survival. In many ways, those that didn't fight during the war are worse off than the ex-combatants, around 50,000 of whom have been through skills training schemes as part of the demobilization, disarmament and reintegration process, which was officially wound up in 2004. While some of these trainees have gone on to get jobs in commercial industries, like this carpentry workshop in Freetown, the skills training program has been criticized for being too short and superficial to enable ex-competents to compete properly in the limited jobs market. The, the use as for now, most of these uh, vocational skills train areas have been opened after this war and most people have, uh, are skilled trained uh, uh, personnel. So, this has also another negative effect because most of these trainings it do last only for three, four months and that is not enough. Most of these graduates, they do not uh, really meet the competition on the market. Like you go do tailoring for two months, three months, that is not enough. That somebody who has got the experience for over 10 years, you cannot compete with him because he has the experience and can do better than you, you, you do. Frustrated by the lack of employment opportunities, Ex-combatants in Bo, the second city of Sierra Leone, have created jobs for themselves as motorcycle taxi riders, organized as the Bike Renters Association. The country or the government as for now is handicapped in the area of job of employment. So we do not sit by and listen, uh, sit by and look at the government officials say they will provide jobs for us. No. We are in development and we have to help ourselves. So we regroup ourselves and take developmental measures so that we can engage ourselves and develop our country. And presently, why I have decided to engage myself into this job because of my lack of mother and father, because I have distressed so many towns and cities, as I can think of. And so I thank the chairman for this Bike Cancer Association, Mr. Daniel Tucker. He took me from the street because at the time I was lack of mother and father and have no good care that was taken by me. And so he took me to this back country and then engaged me into this riding. There's still a situation is lack. Only it's because of this back country is not in this town. Only that more than 500 youths are not engaged into this um, occupation. But still the situation is really is lack. 
Well, during the war, I was a fighter, I was a camaraderie. I was about to enter university, but things were difficult with my parents, so I decided to embark on it. Then there was no job in the country, so that's why I decided to be a rider. The youth as for far back has been marginalized for quite a long time. So I think this time we need to tighten our belt. We don't need to sit by and look at these old people. They, they, we are, they mislead us. And before this time round, they come, only we see them and when they need us, for us to vote for them. While the youth emerging from war still feel marginalized and misled by the system, what are the prospects for the two million children growing up in a country shattered by war? Providing basic education for them is one of the biggest challenges to sustainable peace. 15 inches, 15 inches, one foot, three inches. That's why we have the three inches there. Then we have Nearly half the population of Sierra Leone is under 15 years old. If their needs are not addressed, what is to stop them rising up as the previous generation did before them? Six what? Six inches. What are we to write here? Six inches. We write six inches, not so? Yeah. Okay. Then we say two times four. That gives us what? A situation for teachers in this country, I would say, is horrible. It's unsatisfactory. And that is why, because teachers won in the first place, the, uh, the payment is very slow. Uh, we don't get our salaries on time. Maybe a month ends and then perhaps a week or two before another salary is paid. And so uh, teachers are not happy. They are disgruntled. And that is why a good number of them have even left and joined some NGOs. Teachers are not happy. Salaries are not forthcoming. There is this commitment to free education, at least basic education all over the world. There's this commitment to quality education. And we limit the numbers of teachers we recruit, even when the access to school improves. So we think there is a problem there. These goals would not be achieved because there are larger numbers of children in the school, very few teachers, limited training, no incentives, as a result of partnership with World Bank policies. The World Bank restricts us, especially when you talk about teachers, because they discuss with governments and determine uh, limits to which we can recruit. They would even go to the extent of determining what salaries are paid. Tomorrow now we do the quiz. All the three sides. The greater portion of our budget is, is donor-driven. We cannot determine in our own way our priorities and put stra strategies that will be able to achieve our objectives. You know, everything is worked out by formula and formulas and formulas and formulas, which at the end of the day do not actually, to a great extent, reflect the situation on the ground.
So far, things are looking bleak for the majority of the population, and the people are starting to express their frustration. If the international community and the government of Sierra Leone ignore this, will history repeat itself? As the proverb said, a hungry man is an angry man. Am I really afraid? We don't want such to repeat in this country again. You see, and that definitely if they don't do something, maybe some other people will say, okay, well then, what was the reason for? We say we have peace, we have peace, let me go back and fight, you know, for my right, you see. During the war, you really found out that they were already a ready-made army standing by. So they were so vulnerable, you know, they were so easily used by all the fighting factions, right? Because they had a ready-made army, they didn't need to go and look for them because they were neglected, they already did, the guys were idle. The population below 30 is over 60% of the country. The people who are running this country are in their 70s. They run out of ideas. They haven't had idea 30 years ago. How are they going to have new ideas? They don't access the internet. They don't want to. They're completely cut off from the rest of the world. And so I believe that they are so disconnected from the country and its problems that they will not find answers. Some of the police just say, okay, man, this is a small boys, you know, but <laughs> it's better for them to take it to reality because Every big man came from small man. <laughs> A big thing came from small thing. So they have to know that. <laughs> well, if the problems of youth are not addressed, then we'll be going back to where we're coming from.